fondly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I am Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host, Heather Parry. And today, we're live at the Mitchell Library. <laughs> we didn't prep that no, at all. No. 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 Um, as you can hear, podcast listeners, we have a room full of the most attractive people I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have an actual John Pear in the room today. Mm -hmm. um, we have an oblivious, she opened some yogurt uh, stitching. Um, essentially, it's the best podcast we've ever done already. I think we so. We have now. custom Teenage Scream carved pumpkins. pumpkins. Um, everyone in the audience has their Point Horror bingo card. We have prize. And essentially, you should have been here. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that you're not. Um, Kirsty, what book are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about Trick or Treat. By oh, also there's another version of it, uh, by Richie Tankersley Cusick. Who are we sure about, Richie? What do we think about Richie? I'm not sure. Um, you mean quality-wise or yeah? I don't mean as a person. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure I she's a lovely person. <laughs> I wasn't f sure for the longest time if it was a she. Yes, I believe so. Richie. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll flick professionally to the back now. Uh, she now lives with her husband, Rick. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Oh, Richie and Rick. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Ricky Tankersley Cusick. Oh, that's confusing. And they've got a child called <laughs> Dickie. No, <okay. laughs> um, but they have got a Cocker Spaniel called Hannah. <laughs> Which I have to say, my friend's got a cat called Gavin. Uh, and I, <laughs> I love human names for pets because mm -hmm. they're just... So brilliant. I used to work with someone that had a cat called Margaret. <laughs> I always really liked that. <laughs> Margaret Mags. the cat. Yeah. No, um, no, Margaret. Oh, always yeah, sorry. Margaret. Sorry, a full name. Sorry. In the same manner as Rosemary. Uh, <laughs> Lady Reverend. <laughs> Lady Reverend. Rosemary, Rosemary Bennett Logan, Logan yeah. Kirsty's dog. Who sadly could not come. Usually she's there when we record, but not Yeah, but today. she's usually like farting and moving around yeah. <laughs> too much. So. Clicking her claws, I know. Um, what do I think of Richie? I quite like her. What other Richie books have we done? Well, we did Teacher's Pet, which is brilliant. And not to get ahead of it, but I think there's a lot of overlap here with Teacher's Pet. Yeah, because Teacher's Pet didn't really make sense. Mm, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and there was a dead body that n was never wrapped up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like there was just a corpse mm -hmm. that no one bothered about. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to be on a journey with you on this episode just as much as everyone else, because I read this about two weeks ago and have basically forgotten all of it, <laughs> which doesn't bode well. Are you saying they don't stick with you? Mm, yes. Like the, the man Booker winners do? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, just to show our hands, who read this as a, as a teenager? Oh, that's that's like about half the room, I reckon. Mm. Um, I think I did as well, and I didn't read all of them. You read every one there I was. I don't think... I think it's weird. I can't remember, because I remember the covers really distinctly, but I don't remember the insides that well. <laughs> insides. <laughs> Inside. I don't know why I had to make that sound because so Because it's gross. Halloween, Kirsty can only speak in spooky yeah. <laughs> sentences. Mm -hmm. um, so shall we describe the cover? Let's do it. Okay, I actually like this cover. Um, well, it's quite boring, isn't it? 
<laughs> it can be both. It's a kind of spooky old house that I always wanted to live in, like a little bit of an Adams Family style house, um, which has got gables, which I always thought were lovely. Um, and there's a light on at the door on the porch. It's not very creepy, is it? Um, no, but at least there's a house in the book. Well, okay then. <laughs> sometimes the cover have little to no relation to what's actually in the content mm. of the story. So I'm with it. Um, what do you think of this neon orange font? I like it. I think that's the best bit. It's not really scary. It's I think it is. It's scarily ugly. It's pumpkiny. Maybe. It's, it's not. It's like a if a pumpkin was the font, that's what it would be. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> See, everyone's getting the benefit of the looks that Heather <laughs> gives me <laughs> that you don't normally get. Oh, no. <laughs> I've come across as nice. No, I don't. <laughs> I leave that there. Um, so the tagline for this book, trick or treat, trick or treat. Candy is dandy, but murder is sweet. <sighs> no, it didn't deserve that. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's really bad, isn't it? That's not. I thought it would be a pun on treat somehow. I mean, I think I it is, isn't it? it would be. It's sweet. No, I thought like it would be like treat. you would have the phrase trick or treat, but you would change the word treat into, I don't even know, something else. You thought it would be better. Yes. Is what's <laughs> happening there. And it isn't. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we dig in? Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, has I'm everyone ready. got a drink? Oh, just me then. Hello, oh, this okay. should be fun. <laughs> this is more like, usually on the Patreon episodes, we have a wee gin, so this is more. Or four. Oh, yeah. There's been a couple of episodes where we like we got too drunk well at the end, then, didn't we? We, <laughs> we, we should, should have only had that. have one gin. That should be that should be the limit, really. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm ready. Okay. Oh, is everyone ready? Yeah. Has everyone oh, got their bingo the card? Okay. Yes, for the for the purposes of bingo, I will be giving you a bit of a hint with mainly my eyes mm -hmm. um, for the first few, and then yeah, you're on your own. So uh, for those listening at home, you will have put the cards out on social media, right? Yes, I will have. You will have. Yes. Because we're now, <laughs> we're in the past, in the future, now. I will be gone to have now that. You will have be, you will have be putting them. That's like me trying to speak Spanish <laughs> in the past tense because I'm not very good at it. Um, so if people at home want to play along, they can print out their own. Yes, I, I will be, um, have going to be yes. uh, putting them on social media, Perfect. apparently. <laughs> Fine. So... We meet Martha Stevenson, great name. Um, as I she do like the name Martha. Yes, as she is in the car with her dad, a writer, because they all are. Not only is he a writer, he's a selfish asshole writer. Oh, wow. Straight out the gate with opinions. He is, Kirsty he is, Logan. though. And that's <laughs> come up in Richie Tankers Acoustic twice before. I was about to be like, twice. <laughs> My angry way. I have a friend currently reading this book and she texted me earlier today saying, what the fuck is wrong with Point Horror Parents? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, they just are bad. They hate their kids. But that's um, now two books where a writer, actually both times a male writer, is a real dick. Are you thinking of The Lifeguard? Yes, and Teacher's Pet. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, not, say not saying anything about male writers. Not saying that Richie Tankers Acoustic's working through some shit. Merely asking. <laughs> yeah. That means you can't be sued. <laughs> well, Martha's dad isn't that great because he has just eloped uh, to marry his new wife, Sally, and then they've bought this house without consulting their kids, which I think as a teen I would have been quite annoyed about. Mm. I was a bit of a yeah. dick. <laughs> I think for normal teenagers, that's normal. Excuse me. I should find out that Kirsty Logan... Gloop, maybe not. ...is dressed today just as she was in the <laughs> 90s, so... 
<laughs> we should keep normal comments to ourselves. I tried really hard to wear a 90s themed outfit and then I was like, I just look like I do every day. <laughs> so I had to give up. I do have a choker though, which I don't usually, don't normally wear a yin yang choker. That's, that's my theme. Mine has skulls. <laughs> um, so Martha is driving up to the new house with her dad. Um, and we find out that she's going to live with her dad, Sally, her dad's new wife, and his uh, her son, Connor. Now, Connor is only a year older than Martha, and they've only met a couple of times. But I would say, eyes, he's <laughs> quite a hot stepbrother. <laughs> that was <laughs> such a great... <laughs> Everyone in the room took the lid off their pen then. <laughs> <coughs> he's quite a hot Step, yes, we've got it, okay. Well, she thinks he's hot. Yeah, Definitely. she thinks he's hot. Well, I mean, we'll get into this. Um, first, let's meet, <laughs> let's describe the hot house. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I also say, did anyone listen to the audiobook on YouTube? Did anyone hear the hear fear? Hear the fear, right? But I was really disturbed by this because Martha sounds about nine and Connor sounds about 39. So I was confused for quite a long time that they were both meant to be teenagers because she's a little kid and he's a grown man in the audiobook. It's really weird. Was it one person doing a voice? <laughs> and <laughs> so it was like, oh, and I'm Martha, and I'm Connor. It may know? be, maybe. It was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the house, Kirsty Logan, mm -hmm. looked strangely ghost-like, rising up through pale wisps of fog, its dark stone walls and chimneys interwoven with bare, twisted trees. Silhouetted there in the twilight, its gables, Mm -hmm. crawled with dead ivy. Oh, sorry, it's Gables crawled with dead ivy. That's what it's you said. I was changing them. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's tattered awnings drooping like eyelids hiding secrets. Like something that is in what eyelids do. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I blink, I'm lying. <laughs> secrets. <laughs> <laughs> like something in a dream, not quite real, not quite safe. <gasps> she does a lot of foreshadowing. <laughs> Isn't she? Like, straight out the gate, we're supposed to be afraid of this house. I'm going to call it, though, Dream Generally is Safe. Sorry. Dream? Yeah, you're asleep. You've not read Dream Date. <laughs> well, I have read Dream Date. <laughs> Please, Kirsten. Okay, sorry. Um, we're doing so Point Horror Multiverse again. Yes. That they're all linked. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant the podcast, and I was like, they are all linked. <laughs> we just Anyway. Connor, kind of weird. Square jaw, piercingly blue eyes, broad shoulders. Thick, tussled hair of tarnished gold. Oh, shut up. <laughs> is that a colour? <laughs> it is now. Who fancies Connor? No! <laughs> just, just a wee bit. You sounds know, like a football player. He sounds a bit like Hoff. Well, yuck. Doesn't he? And like that's <laughs> what you... We are never going to fight over a man, ever, 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 ever. David, stay there, you say. <laughs> <laughs> the house is full of staircases, back hallways, which you can't, they can't all be back hallways. Some are front hallways <laughs> and some are back hallways. <laughs> and terrifyingly, shadows. There are so many rooms and nooks and niches and other things that begin with N and closets that Martha finds it overwhelming <laughs> and frightening. Have you ever found a building overwhelming? No. <laughs> I mean, I think that quite phallic one in London. What's it called? The Gherkin? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's famously phallic. not phallic, gherkin -y. That's why it's called that. When was the last time we saw a penis? Quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a gherkin a lot more recently. <laughs> 
Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Martha, well, I feel like you've got opinions about Martha. Why don't you tell us those opinions? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> no, I haven't really. I just, um, I'm now like seeing connections between all the, the Richie Tankers and Cusick books. I feel like we're like psychoanalyzing all the point horror writers as we go. I feel like the two, well, there's a few things that are in this that are in all of her other books. One is the selfish asshole writer, and another one is a basic bitch that everyone's obsessed with for some reason. Um, <laughs> don't don't sit on the fence though. Do tell us what you really think. I think she's a basic bitch. Coach. Okay, yeah, yeah. and everyone's obsessed with her, and I don't know why. And you think okay, so I think she's kind of just really rude to everyone. Like she hates Connor, despite she's the fact just that he's a bit like flaily, flaily. Um, Everything that happens, she's like. Nah. She spends a lot of time dissing Sally's cooking. Yeah, and like I your fucking self. Yeah, some people, some people that I live with can't cook. And um, every, I time, can't cook. <laughs> every time they make me a disgusting meal, I'm horrendously grateful. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, you know what I mean? If someone cooks for you, you don't sit there going, well, it's a bit yellow and I'm slimy. You know, you just you eat, eat the food and yeah. say thanks. When I was, that's what I was brought up doing. And I remember my gran used to make mushroom soup, which I absolutely hated as a child. And so she would put the mushroom soup down and to be polite, my brother and I had to eat it all. And just hated it so much. And then because we'd finished it all, she would put more down. Oh, no. Put more down. You made that sound like it on the paper for a dog. <laughs> put, the soup, put the soup down for Kirsty. In the dog bowl. <laughs> um, David has a twin brother called James, who's like too polite for his own good. Um, and when James would get a meal or a gift that he really hated, he'd go, mm, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll remember that for if I ever give him a present. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I used to do that too. Um, so Martha's kind of, we don't like her. She's kind of rude. She's also very melodramatic immediately about this house. I just think she's really whiny. Yeah, she's quite whiny. Um, so well, the bathroom bit as well. Are you going to do the bathroom bit? No, you do the bathroom bit. I'll do the bathroom bit. Well, it's not really a bit. Um, no, she's make it a bit. She's just, she's, okay, it's my bit. Are you doing a joke? I'm going to do a joke. <laughs> Is everyone ready? We might have to clear the room afterwards. Um, so she's really horrified. There's only one bathroom in this house. One bathroom. Can we please have a show of hands? If anyone grew up in a house that had more than one bathroom. <gasps> you poshos. <laughs> Absolute poshos. Does that mean you didn't have to share the bathwater? <laughs> hands, hands up who <laughs> shared the bathwater, like you, your mum got in first and then your yeah. dad and then your older brother and then you had the tepid dregs of mm -hmm. awfulness afterwards. Yeah. Is that not normal? Apparently not in America. Not Apparently. for Annie <laughs> Bennett, Princess Annie over there with her two bathrooms. How low you've come now in our <laughs> flat that has one bathroom. Three bathrooms? She lives in a fucking palace. <sighs> oh, unbelievable. Shocking. Shocking. Glasgow as well. They tell you it's working class. God. Cooked. <laughs> well, Martha Never would not have lived again. with us, but she could have lived with either of you then. Yeah. They, yeah, and then she could have had her own well, wing yeah. in Annie's house. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's very normal to have one bathroom in a house. Yeah, we, yeah. Anyway. It would be good if you had two, so your dad could go and have his 45-minute morning poo yeah. uh, without disturbing <laughs> the rest of the house. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Martha kind of does have her own wing. Look at, I'm, we're getting so pro. That was such a good Your segue. segues. Amazing. You're getting good at them. Now we've brought up segues. Uh, my ex-boyfriend, uh, <laughs> mm. 
my ex-boyfriend was a segue tour guide when I met him. Mm. And I got to go on one for free. And you still went off And we went off-road. <laughs> Six years, right? God, <laughs> that's a bad start. Yeah, I should have known. Anyway, I had a boyfriend that wore leather trousers, so I can say nothing. Oh. I was 17, in my defense. Oh, is that my phone again? <laughs> Sorry. So what we usually do when we need to edit something out on the podcast <laughs> is that we sort of do it, which is like someone brings this cake, or Rosie does a fart, or something like that. Or and, then we does and, then we <laughs> and then we do this. Mm -hmm. So then Susie can see Well, then now thing. we've got to do it again. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was me trying. Anyway. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're actually going to edit this episode. Are we? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we might have to. Know. Okay. So, Martha kind of does have her own oh, wait. thing. Oh, I'll my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now. <laughs> oh, the thing you just said then was really funny. Uh, so Martha kind of <laughs> does have her own wing um, because Connor puts her in the back bedroom. Hands up if that, you think that's a really nan phrase, the back, back bedroom. bedroom. Yeah, yeah. 80s northern nan phrase. Like big light. Big light, turn the big light off in the back bedroom. Um, we, had, we had a big debate recently. Is it big light or top light? In fact, it's big hands light. up for big light. Hands up for top light. No one's <gasps> ever said the word top light People before. say top light. No. <laughs> Just you, just Kirsty. <laughs> um, in all sager, they say top light. <laughs> top light. That is that implies a hierarchy of lights. Oh yeah. <laughs> or is it just a kind of just the big light. like a northern slang top light? <laughs> no. Oh, oh you you're doing the dad jokes. Now. Let's edit this part. Wow. Out, Mo no, we're not <laughs> editing. Remember, everyone gets all three claps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like that. Opening <laughs> applause is going on really weirdly. <laughs> A long single time. clap, single sarcastic clap. <laughs> Please don't do a single sarcastic clap. Anyway, she instantly hates it, um, and she says that something terrible happened inside. That could be anything. Farts can be terrible. Yeah, and they happen in every room in our house. Um, and guess what? There's an old cemetery on the property. <laughs> <laughs> Now, to think about the logistics <laughs> of this for a minute, um, when you buy a house, you buy, uh, you off sometimes buy the bit of land that it's on as well. So I feel like if you bought enough land for there to be a whole cemetery on it, you'd probably go, well, I don't want that bit. I don't think you would get that bit. No, I don't think you would either. It's almost like the whole... But they don't have that bit, do they? Yeah, they have the cemetery on their property. But do they own they? all the bodies then? I, don't, I haven't seen the papers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 My word. I think we should email Richie and ask some... Logistics question. How do you lose a cemetery? Because they kind of find it, don't they? You yeah. know if a cemetery was in the house you just moved into, you wouldn't go, oh my God, apparently there's a cemetery somewhere around here on the bit of land we now own. Yeah, how big's the land? Maybe they're rich. I mean, they must mm. be there. Anyway. Anyway. They've got more than one bathroom. So Don't have to share the bathwater. Uh, <laughs> so, they, uh, Martha's spending her first night in the house. Um, and she tries to go to sleep, but she hears a mysterious phone ringing... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks down at the same I time, like it's amazing. <laughs> um she she answers, which I think don't. Um and uh, a creepy a creepy voice says, Look outside. Trick or treat. Don't look outside. 
I would look outside. Yeah, no, well, you would. Yeah. Well, you're inside. Yes. Look out. <laughs> well, so you, it's fine. But if someone threatening is telling you to, don't look. Oh and no. then it's not happening. I don't know. I, I still put the duvet over my head when I'm scared. <laughs> like a bird. Um, a bird? When you want a bird to go to sleep, oh. you put a... I thought you meant because birds like to put duvets on their heads, and I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> that too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what do you think's outside, Kirsty? I couldn't guess. I couldn't guess. It's a body. <laughs> Hanging with a carving knife <gasps> through his slashed face. <gasps> Gasp. Yes. Uh, but don't worry, it's just a scarecrow. Oh. Yeah. To me, that's yeah. worse. <laughs> I hate scarecrows. Yeah, terrifying. Terrifying scarecrows. I w saw some in Japan and they were like... Well, maybe it's not worse. It stayed with me. It's bad, though. I always think there's someone in them. Yeah. Well, they, they don't seem that concerned. They reason that it's just a prank. Uh, but get this. Calling back to one of our previous podcast uh, comments, um, their parents have gone out for a drive in the middle of the night, dogging. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they must be. Must be. They were like, oh, they couldn't sleep, so they went out for a drive. So they were trying to get to sleep, so they were driving. <laughs> That's <laughs> does it seem safe? <laughs> you, know, you know what? I really, I really, try I really feel like I'll drift off <laughs> if I just as I'm driving. <laughs> no, so they're definitely dogging. Yeah, key party, maybe. In the car, driving to it, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Nah. You're not going to go to a key party in the day. When That's do people sad. dog? Is that? I feel like it's midnight. Is dog the verb? <laughs> to dog. <laughs> what do you think it would be? I don't know. To. I can't. I don't it must know. Be I to can't dog. even pass that. I don't know. To dog it sounds weird. So I reckon it happens at midnight, and I reckon that's what our parents are doing. Oh. There's so many stories within this story. There are. Um, and the next story of the story okay. is that Martha and Connor, who kind aren't getting on that well, they go to a local hardware store, for reasons, uh, and meet BDSM. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, maybe they need hardware. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you started it with the dogging. <laughs> That's just, I'd never want that said to me again. <laughs> <laughs> you started it with the dogging. I did not. Um, so they meet cousins Wynne and Blake, who refer to the house that Martha now lives in is the old Bedford place. But I'm also pretty sure the town is called Bedford. Oh. <laughs> so the old Bedford place. In Bedford. Could be anywhere. Oh, yeah. And it used to be owned by the Bedfords. So you could go, well, it's you know where the Bedfords live. They live at the old Bedford place in Bedford. Don't put that on a card, it won't get anywhere. Um, <laughs> Just write Bedford, <laughs> nothing else. So they speak as if they know the house really well, which they do. Um, and then Why we skip over they? some stuff for reasons. Uh, and then when Martha is in bed later, they hear some creepy crying. <coughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all going to be this easy. I'm going to stop okay. at some point. Um, so in dickhead parent land, uh, they just go off on honeymoon to Hawaii and to leave dog. their kids who don't really know each other to d yeah they're going a dogging honeymoon to hawaii can you, do can you dog <laughs> on a boat <laughs> no not really <laughs> hawaii isn't on a boat well it's a <laughs> you can fly there no i know they're but not dogging know. on the plane it's an island you don't dog on the way you dog at could the you dog on, on the plane? holiday could you dog on a plane if everyone looked, you'd have to take a car on the plane. Because <laughs> I think a car <laughs> is an essential part of dogging. I don't know. No, I don't think that's true. I I'm not even going to ask if anyone can clarify. Of it. Pardon? <laughs> I don't think the car is... We're getting into crash yeah. again. Why yeah. do we always end up talking about crash? Always crash, yeah. Well, if people would stop 
having sex in cars. I don't think the car's a part of it. I think the car is just, it gets you to the place where you dog. No, they dog in the car. No, I know, but I mean, it could be anything. It could be a tractor, a snowmobile. (laughs) It could be anything. It doesn't have to be a car. Tractor dogging, that's probably, yeah. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You've paid for this as well. I even got it. (laughs) (laughs) So... The parents go on a dogging honeymoon to Hawaii and leave their kids alone in a creepy house with a cemetery on it. Parents of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so their parents are going to be absent for some time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay! So, yeah! Yay! For the benefit. first bingo prize? Well, oh, wait, sorry, yes. All right, for the benefit of the podcast listeners, we just got our first bingo winner because <gasps> as the bingo rules state, your line gets a prize and then the whole card gets a prize. <gasps> so whole card to play for and you're going to have to be fast as well. So as soon as you get it, shout. Do they get prizes well, at then. the end? They get prizes oh, okay. at the end. Sorry. Yes, as we've discussed, but yes. whatever, it's yep. fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they don't really seem bothered that their parents have uh, fucked off because... Martha has a new advisor at school, and he's super hot. Mr. Chambers, a.k.a. Greg, who's also a cousin of the previous two people. So there's two families in this town. Yeah. The, the Chambers and whoever these people are now. And the Bedfords. Or and the Bedfords. Are they dead now? No, they're dead. Oh, okay. The Bedfords. Spoilers. <laughs> no, you didn't hear that. Okay, let's did carry on. Did you just say the Bedfords? No, I didn't. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> we'll not edit it out. <laughs> So, um, Martha fancies the shit out of Mr. Chambers. I had a PE teacher that I fancied so much that when I broke my toe in PE, I made him go almost all the way around the village to drive me home when it was like two streets away my house. Hmm. Oh, again, just me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Martha and Wynne become quite good friends. And it turns out Wynne also fancies the shit out of Connor. And there begins some weird love square yeah. where Wynne fancies Connor and uh, Martha fancies Blake. And uh, sometimes they... F- also I forgot Connor and Martha kind of fancy each other. Yeah, and I forgot who was talking about who at one point. And I was just like, just have an orgy. Get over with. Because I can't keep up with who's... Aren't they like 15? Yeah, but they were like, oh, well, I bet he's a better kisser than Connor. And I was like, that's your brother. Like, yeah, it's great. Oh. Show of hands, who thinks did it's... Did you not hear David's comment there? What did you say, David? You said, get a tractor. <laughs> get a tractor. Aww. Well, someone's trying to get on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Shh, pipe down. <laughs> Maybe next time David bring the, brings the cakes, we'll push you out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Listeners, if this happens, stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, show of hands. This is Teenage Scream. I'm Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host, David. You don't even get a surname. <laughs> I'll burn you. Show of hands who thinks it's acceptable to fancy your stepbrother. Really glad. Show of hands who thinks it's unacceptable. Yeah, also agree. That was all the hands listening. That was all the hands because we're not psychos. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Wynne <laughs> Win is invited to the old Bedford place, as I will now call it, um, but she doesn't want to go. Plot point. Mm. Mm doesn't want to go to the creepy house mm. with the cemetery. Looking their, everyone's mm. looking at their bingo card. No, For, no yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being excessive now. Um, but they all have to run off to do an assignment about Edgar Allan Poe. Yep. Uh, but 
<laughs> You're right. They do keep name dropping other authors. They do. We've had Stephen King. We've had Edgar Allan Poe. We've had Daphne um, du Maurier. Daphne du Maurier. Uh, we had someone on uh, another book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they do start to merge after they a do. while. They do. But before they run off to do this assignment on Edgar Allan Poe, um, Wynne tells Martha that there was a murder at the old Bedford house and that the house itself is evil. <gasps> well, excuse me, you've got to get the whole card now, oh, yeah. Susie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> you could still shout out bingo for fun. This is Susie who did our theme tune, so we should all be much nicer to her than yeah. we're being. Okay, so um, just because the creep level isn't high enough yet, with their parents being away and them being in the old house and all this sort of thing, um, they decide to go, uh, Connor and Martha, decide to go to the cemetery. Why? Don't, I mean, just don't go. <laughs> don't, don't go. I'm not going to a cemetery now. It's and really you. easy. And it's, it's very so easy. easy. <laughs> I'm finding it so easy to not be in an old cemetery. Most of the time, What I'm do they not. think is going to be there? Some kind of party? People dogging. <laughs> <laughs> You're obsessed. I'm really not. <laughs> I'd just like the internet to know that I'm not obsessed with dogging. You would know. Is there a word for having sex in a cemetery? I don't know. Tombing. <laughs> oh, tombing. I just made it up. There you go, tombing. Is but there really? No. If anyone's into it, you can have it. Um, <laughs> so Connor's acting all weird in the cemetery as you probably would, um, and then they go home. So it's almost like that bit was pointless. It's almost like just yeah. needed to fill some pages up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, quite a lot of this book are things that m don't have to really happen. They're just like her being quite scared and then things happening repeatedly. Um, like that's the thing. And then when Martha goes to bed that night, she is awoken by Connor telling her that the house is on fire. <gasps> And she's kind of a dick about the fact that he saved her life. She's kind of a dick about everything. Yeah, but like she's like annoyed um, in a state of professionalism. Look, I've used post-its mm. this week. You love a post-it. Um, so that was like when you said you love eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty loves eggs. Heather loves post-its. <laughs> yeah, and dogging. No, <laughs> no. Parry, parasite Parry's already made it onto the internet. I will not have these slurs about dogging and post-its. I do love post-its, but not sexually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't love eggs sexually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that was how it came across. And now we're at Pink Flamingos. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So <laughs> essentially what's happened is that there's um, a tea towel has gone on fire, which I believe is the technical term. Um, and then she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you almost killed me. And I'm like, well... He also like, saved your life, so... And also it was an accident. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she's just a real dick. Uh, <laughs> but it's currently it's working with some people because she goes on a date with Blake. Now, had you forgotten Blake? I had. Yes, he's, he's, he's a total other. Mm -hmm. He's like in no way meatloaf. Um, and he's also an asshole because he tells her, uh, you don't need to diet, not with your body. Mm. Does he mean not with a body that processes food? Maybe he's like the other way and he's like, no, you don't you've got a body. You don't so need to you diet. Don't need to not diet. with a body that requires food to live. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It could be that, but it's definitely not. No. No. I have many thoughts on the food in this book. Yeah. What we'll a great sentence. Um, <laughs> well, so does Blake, because when she doesn't eat much, he says, wow, you're the kind of date to take to dinner. You sure wouldn't cost much. 
I mean, way to imply that she's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get a shag, you wouldn't even have to spend any money. I wouldn't even have to shell out on pancakes. Bargain. And then I'd get to dog you. Pancakes? Awful. <laughs> later on as well, he's so he specific. <laughs> later on, he also says about her, I get first dibs on the new kid. Which is really gross, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really glad that we're all at a place where we all figure out that consent is the thing and you don't get to choose who you want because you bagsied them. Bagsy that woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, made me think of dib dabs. Remember dib dabs? It's really great. <laughs> yeah. I get Maybe dib that's dab what on he her. Meant. I'll give her some dib dabs. I get to dip her in flavoured sherbet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The same. Or she has to buy him some dip dabs. No, it's no. definitely okay. the dipping. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, so they get to chatting and they're sort of flirting and she's like, so what's going on with my house and everything? And then he takes her over to the bleachers <laughs> to make sure... <laughs> 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 Which are American things that we don't understand. Are they seats? Is it like a stadium seats? seats American! Like shelf seats. Bleachers. Oh, like those weird metal seats. Weird metal like seats. It's, it's like it's not a stadium because they're not like attached to anything. They're not like part of the So building. free floating like seats. <laughs> uncomfortable Temporary kind of seating. Seats that are like sort of like, you know. Perfect. I still okay. don't know what it is. Oh they're floating <laughs> seats. Cloud chairs. <laughs> they are anti-gravity <laughs> Metal seats. sports ball cloud cool. chairs. Yeah. We know now. Some we don't. We need never point, wonder. The point is, there's space underneath. So if you are so inclined, you can like have dog. sex with the football players underneath. Them. So you can ah, okay. You can dog under the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can bleach. Well, they are under the bleachers, but they're apparently not dogging. Okay. Um, but they are there because they want to make sure that no one, especially not Win, hears them talking about the old. Bedford. House. <laughs> I was going to say Bleacher's house. <laughs> old Bleacher's house. And then Blake tells her that the house is full of tormented spirits that can't rest. Why, you might ask, if you did. I will ask I'd why. Answer. Why, Heather? Because why? just the year before, Elizabeth Bedford, of the old Bedford place Bedford, yeah. in, Bedford, in Bedford, that yeah. one, uh, who was Wynne's best friend, was murdered in her bed by. So Dennis. <laughs> God, I wasn't the only one that did that joke. Now, Dennis the menace. Dennis the <laughs> murderer. <laughs> which is like a. It, that's what he'd be doing now. Murdering. If oh you're a menace. Yes. When you're. A, yeah, I reckon so. If you're a menace. You can't be a 40 year old menace. You then. You start out a menace and then you're a murderer. Is that what we're saying? It goes menace, Seems sex pest, murderer, I believe. <laughs> But he's not real. <laughs> no, I mean, like, what could he be doing now? Are you reading the Beano like it's a newspaper? <laughs> I wonder what that damn Dennis has gotten up to today. Oh, my word. Is he still a child he's leaving or is he an adult? He's still a child. No, he's becoming dad. He's becoming what? What is going on? So Dennis the Menace is his own father. He's a robberous. We thought it was bad to fancy your stepbrother. That's, that's <laughs> to be your own okay, to have become <laughs> your own father. This reminds me of an episode of Alan Partridge where um, 
he says, I've seen the big boys on, farm, on farms. You cool. take Do you think we'll ever get through a whole episode without you mentioning Alan Partridge? <laughs> <laughs> Usually you say it's The Simpsons and you complain about that. <laughs> That's so I'm true. trying to get okay. some variety and whatever. Anyway, he says, um, you, make, you use the leaves to make a dress for your wife, who's also your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. I thought that was really good. Tough crowd. Um, <laughs> so Dennis, with the least scary name ever, is apparently a murderer, not just a menace. Um, I mean, Dennis Nilsson's a murderer, and he's called Dennis, obviously. What? The murderer, <laughs> the famous murderer. Oh, the famous, the one oh, okay, famous murderer. Dead. Him. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's not my fault if you don't know dozens of serial killers <laughs> by name. Dennis Rodman, also quite scary. But not a murderer. That we Lest know. we be sued. Yes. <laughs> We're not saying he is. We're asking, merely asking <laughs> if he is. Like, oh, we don't... We don't say, say that R.L. Stein is a, a white, white supremacist. supremacist. We, we merely posit the question, is. Yeah. is he? I don't answer that question, and neither do you legally. No, no. We don't. We merely ask. Okay. Um, and then someone, Kirsty Logan, says bullshit. Not Which the is word bullshit. Yeah, they say the word bullshit in a Point Horror in book. In a Point Horror? Yes, thank you. That's I surely a scary. first. Yeah. I've never seen a swear in a Point Horror book. We get them sometimes in Christopher Pike, mm. where sometimes people Christopher Pikes are different, well. though. Yeah, I know. Oh, terrible. They're a bit too real for me. So, anyway, after we have the bullshit uh, debacle... <laughs> you were so <laughs> happy with that. I'm writing a book called The Bullshit Debacle. That's great. Um, it turns out that Dennis did all the same things to Elizabeth that have been happening to Martha. Put a scarecrow so on her porch. Put something on her porch. Oh, okay. All oh, right. Let a tea towel on fire. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he did actually. <gasps> Get in there. Okay. Whatever. Sorry. The creepy phone calls. The things on the porch. He even set a fire oh. one night in her kitchen, and then people, he killed her on Halloween. <gasps> <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> For the I benefit, we were going to do that. <laughs> For the benefit of the podcast listeners, uh, we just very sc- well. The lights in the room just went off. <gasps> it was the ghost of Dennis. And Kirsty Logan shot herself because she forgot, forgot we that prearranged we that. I should tell you. So professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, are you the sort of person who like sneezes and then screams because you like scared yourself? No, because oh, no. I know I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're about to do everything. We conversed earlier today. <laughs> what a weird way <laughs> of saying that about how Kirsty always gets like a 15 minute run up if she's going to puke. You know, I just WhatsApped you that. It wasn't for, like, public <laughs> sharing. Well, the boot shoe's on the other foot now, isn't it? Because you always talk about my private life with slightly too much well, detail. I just, I've heard people say that they are sick very suddenly and then they're sick on the floor or whatever, and it's just never happened to me. When I'm sick, it's a surprise. Really? Like, really, I'll just be like... <laughs> I get a really, really long run-in, which is kind of a problem because it's, like, about 20 minutes before I'm actually going to be sick, so then you end up just sitting by a toilet for 20 minutes because you're like, I don't want to go away from the toilet because I'm about <laughs> to be sick, but, but when? See, the alternative is when, um, when I was a kid, um, our b- my bedroom was at the end of a hallway next to a bathroom and then my... The mom, bathroom. The, the only bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> the single bathroom. Um, and then my mum and dad's bedroom was at the end of the hall and my brother's bedroom was next to their bedroom. And uh, famously in our family, one night I was being really ill uh, 
violently sick, and instead of going to the bathroom, I was sick all the way along the landing Aww. to knock on my mum and dad's door and go, I'm, I'm being sick. And my mum was like, go to the bathroom. So there's just two trails of puke. <laughs> me just like... <laughs> ah, anyway. Oh, and that reminded me of the story I told at dinner where I went to my um, ex-boyfriend, who's my boyfriend at the time, obviously t- stayed with his parents in the Highlands and um, we went on a night out, not, <laughs> not with the parents, I mean, he and, he and I and his friends, and he was a six foot four sailor. And I would always be like, I can keep pace with them. Uh, definitely, it'll be fine. Um, and it wasn't, <laughs> readers, it was not fine. Um, and we got back and I was very, very sick. And in the night I had to get up and be sick. And I was like, by with my 20 minute warning, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be sick, fine, fine, ready, ready, at the toilet. And then at the last minute I was like, no, not the toilet, the sink. That's the right place for me, and it wasn't. <laughs> and it was bad. And his parents don't know why they never liked me. <laughs> that reminds me of um, ah, she's not going to listen. I'm going to say her name. My friend Sarah. When we were kids, um, we sorry, lots of people are called Sarah. You know how b- before you can go to bars, you go to places that have a bar and get really drunk, like a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we went to a bowling alley and got very drunk. Um, and we were the last people there because who goes to get drunk at a bowling alley? And she had a pint glass and a shot glass. This is going to be bad, isn't and it? And she was going to be sick. And she was sick. In the no! And <laughs> <laughs> over most of her hand. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Sarah, you're not oh listening. No. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> shall we get back to the... Oh, sorry, we were yeah. meant to talk about book, weren't we? Yeah. So, Come we're reading it. this book, guys. <laughs> Teenage Scream. <laughs> pint Horror. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... The reason they're hiding from Wynne is that Wynne has never gotten over it because she is the one that saw Dennis, scary Dennis, not the menace, the murderer, um, leave with Martha. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> I've written the wrong name. Uh, <laughs> and then she was the one who found... I've written the wrong name again. Elizabeth, oh. not Martha. Okay. Or what was left of her in the <laughs> nan's back bedroom <laughs> of the, the, Bedford ha- the old Bedford house old Bedford in, in Bedford, house. where mm-hmm. the Bedfords live. Where the Bedfords you know, live. That mm. I know it. Yeah. I know it. Okay. Uh, it's the bedroom that Martha sleeps in now. Oh my god. She said that something terrible happened there. And it, it did. did. Um, and guess what? They never found Dennis. <gasps> Which he's wearing that stripy jumper, isn't it? So you yeah. think it'd be quite, <laughs> it's quite obvious. Spiky dog. dog. Just find yeah. the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets a phone call and he calls her Elizabeth. Like you just did. Like I did, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was just Dennis? me, Elizabeth. No Martha, is it? Who are you? And she's like, you rang me. <laughs> okay, I'm... That was such a dad joke. <laughs> you love my dad jokes. So, uh, you remember Greg? No. Greg Chambers. Oh, yes, One of now the, I do. the hot yep. one who's her... The teacher. Who is her student advisor. Keep that in mind while I read you this quote. Um... When Greg's car finally stopped in the drive, it was Blake who hopped out to help her into the back and then sat beside her, her being Martha, not Elizabeth. Wynne huddled next to Greg in the front, keeping her face turned from the house, but she gave Martha a nervous smile. Greg turned and winked at her. Martha, my newest and prettiest student. Oh, mate. How's life treating you at dear old Bedford? That's not okay, is it? No. I, you shouldn't. Uh, we've got no students here in the room that I know of. If anyone in the structure of the uni or the school you're at calls you pretty, run away. Get an adult. A different adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that one. So you might oh, they say... Wink. They shouldn't really wink either. Winking's never great. 
No, no one should wink, ever. <laughs> Sometimes I'll catch David doing something and like out of panic, he'll sort of try and do a sexy wink at me and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you having a stroke, David? I you imagine right? you, <laughs> what's, uh. a, what's a panicked, sexy wink like? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Popeye. <laughs> For I the benefit, no. no. Uh, <laughs> I, w I was helping my niece do her Halloween makeup the other night, um, which is not, not dissimilar to my Halloween makeup. Um, but I thought, oh, she can do it herself. It'll be fun. We'll watch a video on YouTube and she can do her Halloween makeup. And um, I should have helped her a bit more. I helped her to blend. And, um, but it was funny because I kept saying, well, if you just, you, if you close one eye, and then you can put the makeup on that one, but you'll still be able to see what you're doing. And she was like, yes, I'm going to do that. And then immediately closed both eyes. And I was like, no, no, if you just close one. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, uh, but she, I don't know if she can, because she was like holding one down. And then I was like, but how are you going to put the makeup on? Because she was holding one down. And then I was like, no, <laughs> no. I have this problem. Maybe she just can't. Uh, because as I think I might have mentioned before, almost every day in the shower, I get shampoo in my eyes, um, which apparently is weird as an adult, because yeah. she should have. I think you maybe should my have learned not eyelids to do aren't that. good. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> I, also too, but too I, I need to I need to see <laughs> the shower. Why? <laughs> now <laughs> I'm saying it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I actually do need to see the shower and I'll tell you exactly why. I need to um, regularly look at both the not at the same time, look at the shower head and the drain because of the film Arachnophobia. Uh, <laughs> I assume when the spiders. spider goes on her in the shower. And I still now, many years later, have to look, just in case there's a spider. Well, be careful, because shampoo can get in them. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got past yeah. that part. It's okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, was there a point of that story? No, no, no. Okay, no. cool. No. So Good. back to the inappropriate teacher behavior. Oh, you all got I it I think already. everyone yeah, got no, it first okay. time. Well, <laughs> you've really caught up. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, as well, just like, again, Audrey, just get it over with. Um, now there's a lot of back and teacher. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think we had very different adolescents. No, have him arrested afterwards, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't put that on the internet. Um, there's quite a lot of creepy. Oh my God, there's something in the room. Oh no, there's nothing there. Oh Connor, where are you? You've gone away. Oh no, you're there in the house. Uh, for uh, many pages here. So I'm going to skip over that <laughs> because I like you. <laughs> Um, and then Wynne says she does want to come over to the old Bedford place in, in Bedford, <laughs> where the Bedfords live, them. Um, but yeah, so she's coming over, but not before they indulge in some weird fat shaming. Yeah. Um, some more fat shaming, talking about how much extra insulation they have and how Wynne almost died of embarrassment one time because her chest was measured and it was almost as broad as Blake's. Because this is the only way that women can relate to each other. It's almost as bad as that book that I uh, talk about all the time that I read recently that I hated. Um, and there's a scene <laughs> Not going to be more specific than that. No. <laughs> okay. There's a scene, it's called Heather the Totality. Oh, uh, yeah. And I Which deserve... You, why did you read it, Heather? <laughs> Let's think about why Heather Parry <laughs> might have picked up a book that's called Heather the Totality. Why, why did you pick that book up, Heather? And for Was that it because it had your name in it? For that narcissism, I got the reading <laughs> experience I deserved. Uh, so there's a scene in this where um, a woman and her daughter bond over having a bra fitted, because that's the only, women that can, it's the only way women can bond over tits. Um, 
And he'd never you bought even bras earlier today. Yes, and I think we're closer for it. Yes, um, that didn't happen. No. Uh, and then, not only does uh, there's a shower curtain, a clear a shower clear curtain, shower curtain in the changing room, in the changing rooms, and of a bra shop. <laughs> is it is it a perv bra shop that he created <laughs> just for the story? And yes, then it is. I think it might be because the woman who here has ever been preferred for a bra. Yeah. They do it with a tape measure, don't they? They measure you there, and then no. they've got a chart. <laughs> no? What, what do Did they use? Did you go to the same? What do they use? Oh. There we well, go. <gasps> and do you, can you do you use a tape measure? Oh my god, we have a. <gasps> We have a bra fitter this in the room. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have predicted? Why didn't you say that when we said great jobs? <laughs> that would have been great. Okay. <laughs> you forgot you were a bra fitter. I oh, feel like this I is see. like when you're on a plane and you're like, is there a doctor in the room? Is there a bra fitter in the room? <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've one. got a bra emergency. Well, you can, you can confirm for me what, that what they don't do is cupping. It's what I'm saying, I do. No. So what? you can just tell, you just look at boobs and you just oh, know what, what size. <laughs> yeah. oh. That doesn't work Ow. with people like me though, because it's you just <laughs> it's too far between the tiny boobs, so you can't really <laughs> move about. They come in all sizes. Yep, all sizes are great, and no one cups them. You don't get an old no. woman who just <laughs> cups your breasts. In this book, you do have a woman read the book before you submit it. Is what yeah. I'm saying to Matthew Weiner. Like That's we've, his we've name. Like we read, we talked about a few books recently by men, which completely misunderstand how vaginas work. Also, yeah. Anyway. Have we? Yeah. Did I dream that? <laughs> you. My, my Will you get me out of your dis vagina discussion dreams, please? Yeah. Talk about this. Anyway. Oh, so when you put a blondie in your mouth, I keep chatting, and when I go for oh, a sip sorry. of gin, you let the silence. I just stare at you. <laughs> Dead air. Podcast gold. I was going to go for um, more <laughs> of the stuff about food. Go on then. Well, shall I do my whole... Do your bit. My bit, okay. Have you got... Well, I have a theory. David's mum got really drunk once we were playing games and she kept badgering his uh, dad and was going, play or go. <laughs> Which is not a phrase. Play or go, Play Kirstie. or go. Play is or that go. not a phrase? No. Okay. You do told you me joke. to do a joke. There you go. Do <laughs> a joke. Okay. Here's an example. Have we had the scene where they're in the school cafeteria? I'm not mentioning it. No, so it's, yes, it's we an have, inconsequential yeah. scene. So here's a quote from the book. Blake was watching her, her and the uneaten bowls of cottage cheese on her tray. I'm going to repeat that. The uneaten <laughs> bowls <laughs> of cottage cheese on her tray. She has multiple bowls of cottage cheese and nothing else. Yeah, it's starter cottage cheese, main cottage <laughs> cheese, <laughs> and dessert cottage cheese with a side of cottage cheese. <sighs> no? I guess. <laughs> I don't know, all in their own separate bowls. Is that a diet? She doesn't need a diet. She's, she's got a body, body that requires she's food to live. She's got a human body, so she doesn't need a diet. Um, I feel like the food in this, is not. it goes beyond fat shaming. I think Martha full-on has an eating disorder. There's loads of food around her, but it's said many times she does not eat. So at dinner, she doesn't eat her dinner. There's always loads of food there. Also, um, at some point she thinks, I haven't eaten anything today. And then she tells Wynne that she thinks she's fat. Oh, yeah. So she's constantly surrounded by food, never eats anything. I, don't, I just, I can't, I can't relate. No. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Just eat it. It's great. I'd be eating that pumpkin if it hadn't already been carved. I roasted the seeds today. <laughs> lovely. They were lovely. I brought some. You can have some. Okay. 
<laughs> Are you so excited? So, <laughs> cut to the chase. Um, Martha finds out that she looks just like Elizabeth did, and Blake was also interested in Elizabeth, and that Blake and Dennis, the sex pest menace, um, were mortal enemies because of some tediously boring sports ball rivalry. <laughs> sports ball. Oh. We love sports ball. Um, and the bleachers. At, on the bleachers, and they hate... Ugh, ugh. Women only talk about breasts. Why are Men they only bleachers? have bleachers? What have they got to do with bleach? Do you bleach them? Sarah? <laughs> American have you worked on a bleacher? Do you make bleachers? No. Do you fit bleachers? No. <laughs> yeah, all the... Maybe. All the hormones being down. spilled everywhere. Maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, so they also find out through reasons. I, I was quite bored by this point, and I sort of lapsed into a short coma. Um, and then they find out for some reason that there's a secret passageway straight from the butler's chambers. Annie, you had a butler in your house, good. <laughs> the third bathroom was his. <laughs> into Martha's bedroom, into the closet, which is uh, kind of goes nowhere ever. Uh, and Connor tells Martha that he has actually believed her all the all along, and that he felt a strange pull towards the cemetery. And it also, this sort of goes nowhere. No. Okay. Because I uh, thought that this was maybe one of the very few point horrors that had an actual supernatural element. Uh, no. But no. No. Um, and then to shove in some stuff at the end to make it more interesting, um, they have a masked ball. Uh, so they're having... They're having... Oh, wait, sorry. Before this, Martha somehow ends up in the creepy, empty school alone. Again, I don't really f know how or why. I think they were just like, do you know what? It gets a bit boring at the end. And she was like, well, fine, mass ball, empty school, whatever. <laughs> like, have all of it. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't have tentacles coming out of the ground. Smoky, smoky like tentacle Peter hole, just does. Like yeah. in the yearbook, mm -hmm. last episode. Um, and uh, so someone's trying to kill her in the school. Yeah, whatever, get out. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> so Wynne comes over to the old bed for I won't do it. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and like that joke the first five times. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this kitten's got claws. <laughs> Give her one gin and tonic. Um, so she, uh, when I'll try and wrap this up. When <laughs> I'll try and make this make sense. Wynne thinks that Dennis didn't kill Elizabeth. She thinks that someone else killed Elizabeth, and then Dennis killed himself in anguish. Uh, but but conveniently, she was there that night, but she can't remember anything. It's really uh. convenient. All she can. Remember, is the long black. The long, long black. Um, it's a coffee shop near me called Long Black. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Connor. I and should bring them this book. Connor and Martha subject Elizabeth. Uh, win. <laughs> God, it's almost like these characters are interchangeable. <laughs> uh, they subject her to this horrible type of regression where they just sort of like egg her on, like, yeah, it was horrible, was it? And then where'd you go? <laughs> and it doesn't work, so just torture <laughs> for no reason. Um, and then she does remember that there was a masked ball on the previous Halloween, the one where she got murdered. So what they're doing is they're having it again. <laughs> Fine. Seems uh, disrespectful, but okay. And, and Martha's going. Because you know how this school, and no one sh she doesn't know anyone there, and she's going to go to a masked ball, even though someone's been saying all this... Don't go. Well, so she My sympathy do. really ran out for Martha at this point. 
God, because the life choices, the life choices she's made were bad. Um, and guess what? She goes with Blake, who's dressed as death. I'd be like, you know what? Take the mask off. We'll get a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something really grim then, but I won't. Uh, and also, is that tacky when your classmate just died a year ago? Yeah. It's like in the yearbook when there was just uh, an earthquake, and they were like, well, let's have an earthquake-themed uh, yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's too, it's too close. It's too close. <laughs> Don't do it. Or in almost every other point in horror book, someone dies and they're like, oh, that was yesterday. We're fine today. Yeah, forget her. She's just died. <laughs> like, yeah. We never have to mention her again. Mm. So skip to the end. No, wait, that was the last Richard E. Richie, Richard Lee. <laughs> Richard Lee, <laughs> Tankers Lee. I put all the names into one name. Richard Lee. Richard Stein. Lee. <laughs> um... That was, she'd been missing for two days. Why were they not over it? I don't know who, who you're talking about. She's well, exactly, gone she's gone. Forget she's her. gone. She's dead. Get over it. <laughs> she loved leaving notes, though. She loved leaving notes. <laughs> <laughs> what a personality trait. Um, so <laughs> skip, to, <laughs> skip to the end. They have the ball, and they're all masked. Um, and then in the middle of the ball, Wynne says that she saw Dennis, Dennis, the sex pest menace. Um, and then Martha gets a phone call in the, in the locker room. And I've just written here, girl, don't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be like, it's not, not for going you. to. Yeah. It's for me. I'm all right. How, what, how is it for her? Because her house phone. is the locker room. I won't answer the phone most days. <laughs> so I definitely wouldn't answer the phone now. If you're trying to threaten me, by email. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> It'll get through a lot quicker. Yeah, I keep accidentally, when I'm WhatsApping you, accidentally phoning you just because of my fat thumbs, and then I have to be like, I wasn't phoning you, don't phone me back. <laughs> <laughs> don't phone anybody, ever. In my regularly um, episode, episodic Simpsons reference, it's like that bit where he, get, he puts on loads of weight and then he tries to ring the thing and he goes, the fingers you have used to dial <laughs> are too fat. <laughs> Please mash the keypad with your palm. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, I am like Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the best ways. Uh, anyway, it's a threat. To Connor, not her this time, the person on the phone that she shouldn't be answering. They're like, oh my God, Connor's in the house alone, blah, blah, blah. So they all rush to the house. And this doesn't make any sense, so I'll do my best. Um, she, Martha runs into the creepy house, uh, and then the lights go off. We should have had the lights go off. Oh, there, damn. Uh, but I need to read, so let's not. Okay. Um, and then someone is there, uh, and it's not Connor, uh, but then it is Connor. Uh, and then they're running from something. I don't know who that is. And then they're behind a wall that slides shut, and then he's bleeding, uh, and then they're in the cellar, and then they're gonna scream for help, but an evil disembodied voice said that they're stuck there forever. Then somehow they're in a mausoleum of the house, uh, and, it's <laughs> and then it's on fire, uh, and then Connor says, I think we found Dennis, but it's not Dennis, it's someone wearing a death mask who's not Blake, uh, and then that person stabs Connor, uh, and then death is coming to get her, uh, and then I'll read you uh, what happens next. I don't even know what's happened I don't before. know what's, yeah, I don't, whatever. Um, Martha never had time to scream. She saw the blade plunging down. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Round of applause for full bingo card. Nice. We'll be checking it at the end. Mm. I'm so glad our bra fitter won the bingo. Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, you win bingo every day at that job. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, she saw the blade plunging down. 
and the tiny flames scattering like sparks as doors burst wide and wind and rain roared through the tomb and two <laughs> bodies hurled themselves forward, flinging death away. And then she heard the screaming, the wild, insane screaming, not the calm, totally <laughs> sane screaming, the wild, insane screaming, as death thrashed and twisted in Blake's arms. Blake, Martha murmured. Greg, call an ambulance, Blake shouted. They're dead. Do you hear me, Wynne? They're both dead. It was Wynne! <gasps> also, I don't think they need an ambulance. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. And unfortunately, we don't get our favorite bit of the point horror books, which is when someone confesses and then the oh. other one has to go, did, did you Gojo Jr. Gojo Jr., did you... <laughs> what? Did you poison those brownies? And he goes, yeah, it was me. The yeah. whole thing was me. And she goes, did, did you trip that person down the stairs? And he goes... Yeah, all of, all of it I did. And she goes, did you say the thing? And he's like, yes, it was me. I've confessed it's all me. <laughs> so. Need to fill pages, though. It, you need to fill pages. It's Wynne, because she was actually in love with Dennis, the sex pest menace. <gasps> but Dennis was in love with Elizabeth, who's not Martha, remember? Elizabeth Bedford, who lives in the old Bedford house in Bedford. Um, oh. And then she, so <laughs> Wynne followed them that night and stabbed Elizabeth and hit Dennis over the head and then put him in a mausoleum, and then somehow pushed his car off a bridge because she's Superman. She could have dogged in that. She could have dogged in it. <laughs> Lost dogging opportunity for one. <laughs> Two, who could push a, she's a teenage girl. What kind of car is this? Like a, the world's tiniest car. What's the little ones with the three wheels? Tri maybe it's a Reliant. <laughs> Reliant yeah. Robin. I was like, tricycle? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Greg and Blake went to the house after Martha, when they just now, timeline now again, um, and it was on fire. Uh, I'm not who did that. And then all the, the tunnels, tea towel maybe, again? Uh, were blocked up. Uh, but then thankfully, Greg had his trusty fire axe. In his pocket? In his, so they got it. <laughs> um, so they could get through to rescue them. Do you get this? No. Hands up if you know what's gone on. Yeah, not a hand in the place. Uh, like, I feel like it, it spent a lot of time doing nothing, and then it did a hell of a lot all at once, like, yeah. too much. Um, and then, of course, Mar Martha falls into Blake's arms like some sign of one idiot. One W-A-N, not number. Not one idiot. One. One, a solo one idiot. idiot. Mm -hmm. um, so that was how Trick or Treat ended. Uh, so, like, not really Halloween-y at all. No. Yeah, I mean, could have been, been more. Could have been a pumpkin who was... The love interest. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a point horror book where someone's in love with a rock, isn't there? We'll get to that one. Yeah. Okay. Season three. <laughs> yeah, season three. I'm excited three. for that one. Uh, Kirsty, yeah, so they didn't really use the trick or treat thing. No. She just someone said it on the phone, but they could have said anything. Just monstrous use of a phone. Yeah. Most of the time. I've noticed that there's another uh, link to Teacher's Pet. Oh, also. On. So this boring love triangle love. Square, I love shape, love parallelogram. Um, so there's, if, if anyone remembers Teacher's Pet, okay. So in this one, she's got a choice of three, I know how many fingers <laughs> I've got, three Kirsty people. Logan, the writer, Kirsty <laughs> Logan, just put up two fingers, four fingers for three. You don't even know the difference between two and four. <laughs> we don't do maths. <laughs> we don't, we do words. Yes, um, so there's the weird one that she kind of hates but fancies which in this book is Connor, and in Teacher's Pet is Pierce, black-eyed. Pierce Cronin. Pierce Cronut, who leans. Pierce Cronut, yes. And lights matches and throws them away. Who gets caught in a bear trap that he set. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, there's the sexy teacher, Greg, and also Gideon with his violet eyes. Oh, yeah. And his jumper. It's a fucking creep <laughs> that he was. With um, his jumper. <laughs> what a bastard. His jumper that matched <laughs> his jumper that matched his eyes. And then there's the the kind of asexual one, which in this one is Blake, and in the other book is Denzel. Denzel Doyle, who cowboy hat, who appears out of a bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. No, I think you're right there. So yeah. she's got her same love square. Yeah, love we'll thing. Do, we'll do another Richie, and we'll, we'll see, see if, if it matches she's got up. one in there as well. All right, so for those who've not listened to the podcast. None of you, hopefully. We usually do our little checklist at the end. Mm. Um, are there 90s things in this book? Well, I think... I have another theory. I think she saw this whole film as a 90s slasher. I think she wrote this as a script and then turned it into a book because it's all visuals and sound. And she also describes, like you would in a script, she describes all the actions that people do. Um, at one point, it was really stupid because while she's talking to Greg, it's a short conversation, he does the following thing. So imagine if you were talking to someone and they did all of these things over the course of the very short conversation. First, he twangs an elastic band. Then he wipes his finger along the dust on the windowsill for some she's reason. Bitchy anyway. Well, it's in his house. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his own house. Mm, I've not cleaned. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then he gets up and he stands at the window. And then he comes back and he runs his fingers absently over his chin for several minutes. <laughs> several <laughs> minutes where he just strokes his chin. Or maybe it's just one stroke and he's got an incredibly <laughs> long chin. Several minutes is a long time when you're just watching someone stroke their chin. <laughs> what? So, um, no, I don't really think there were 90s things apart from I posit that it was written as a 90s slasher. Oh, I can see that. Um, they also listen to records at some point. Which records. Records, <laughs> like hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> records, uh, which is decidedly not 90s. No. It's hipster now, or yeah. 70s. Um, there's not really fashion either in it. No. No, just, just the house being dusty and old, which mm -hmm. is not fashionable at all. Um, do we have a too stupid to live heroin? Yes. Stop answering the phone. She's Problem so solved. <laughs> Move bedroom. Make your parents stay. Don't don't answer the phone. She's just so. Nee. I think because I listened to the audio book, hear the fear, um, th and she's like that in the audio. Everything she does, she's like, "Oh, Connor, you're so annoying." Every line you is got a really unlikable like face I when know. you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, <laughs> little slappable face. Yeah, yeah, she does every line like that. Yeah, um, I agree. Good. Do we have? <laughs> Thanks. Do we have a sexy bad boy so sociopath? So it's Win, and we don't know. She, maybe she's hot. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, none of them are hot, really. I can't remember any of them. It's a book of others. Yeah. Isn't it? There's not a single meatloaf to be found. Um, <laughs> death toll. None. Two. In the book. Two. Two. Who dies in the book? Uh. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I feel like two. <laughs> I feel like two was my answer that I thought about yesterday, but now I can't remember. Yeah, so before yeah. before the book. Mm -hmm. No fresh corpses. Zero no. fresh corpses. Mm. Too salted. No freshly. Mm -hmm. um, is there any queer subtext? No. It's painfully straight. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Oh. That's Wiener's yeah, book. Yeah, that's that was I've a tangent. There. I've confused. <laughs> that was a tangent. <laughs> I've confused the issue by rambling on about shit that had nothing to do with the book. Um, we were talking about a completely separate you'd book. Think, you'd yeah. think I'd learn. I never will. Um, 
Is it good though, Kirsty Logan? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a bit good? No. Oh, all right. Out I don't five. think so. Did you think it was good? Um, no. I mean, it's <laughs> not the worst. I would give it a three. It's not The Witness by R.L. Stein. The shitness, I the think shitness. you mean. Um, you'd give it a... What did you say? I would give it a three. Three is like my sort of low-level diss. Like, it's not, anno- it's not had enough of an impact on me to annoy me into a one or a two, but I don't like it. See, it's I like don't I think so. Don't For me, a three is like... It was okay. I'm, I'm just like, can't be bothered to think about it. So, three. Yeah, three. <laughs> uh, is it good bad, though? I enjoyed the cottage cheese part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the next stitch. <laughs> I enjoyed the cottage cheese part. <laughs> I mean, I liked the house. I thought it was I, a good I quite setup. wanted to visit the house. Yeah. I would have loved a house like that as a teenager. Well, we should have gone to Annie's place. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think it had a cemetery, though. No, not on, on, on site. Yeah. Um, it needed its own mausoleum. I would have loved that as a shit goth teenager. It had a really good setup, but it sort of didn't go anywhere, and then it went mm. everywhere at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to give it a three again. Three, yeah, just middling. Because mm-hmm. well, you can't really book. sort of hate read it. No, it took me a while as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's Trick or Treat. And what are we doing next time? Next time, we're doing The Waitress by Sinclair Smith, mm-hmm. which is confusing because we've already, we've already, already done that one. <laughs> but so I had to try not to refer life. to it. Yeah, yes. I was like, are we? Mm-hmm. Um, so for the benefit of the listeners, Kirsty, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod, and they can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore. And also, if you don't, get enough Teenage Scream in your life and you want an extra episode every month, you can find us on Patreon and get brilliant content like Christopher Pike, which makes me angrier than most other things existent Mm -hmm. in the world. Uh, And also us after like three gins when we get a bit rowdy. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say a quick thank you to everyone who's been at the Mitchell with us tonight. Guys, you were great. Um, We're going to say goodbye and then we're going to give out some amazing prizes. But first... Let's, we'll see you next time, Kirsty. Mm-hmm. And let's say a huge thank you. And what I mean is applause now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>